What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, some of it. Actually, the only thing I watched was Dynamite and my matches. I didn't even watch Ring of Honor this week. Oh, well. I'm going to today, but nice. after the podcast. But oh, I know yeah. what happened. I looked at four the podcast. Right. But as always, we're going to start off with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Right. Yeah, we started off with Drew McIntyre coming to the ring. As always. Yep. Uh, him or one of three people. So he talks shit about, well, he talks about his getting better from COVID and all that fun shit. Yes. Then Goldberg comes out. Um, or no, does he? I don't know. I don't know. No. I didn't even watch Ups and Downs for all yeah. this week. I Not no yet. Idea. So Miz and Morrison <clears throat> come down first. Okay. And talk... Uh, Miz is going to cash in. I doubt it. But, um... I forgot they gave it back to him. Right. And then Goldberg comes to the ring. Oh. And, uh... They take down Miz and Morrison. Okay. Together, and then they go face-to-face. Got it. So, that's what happened there. Um... Charlotte Charlotte Flair is backstage... (coughs) <coughs> talking shit about uh, Shayna. Okay. Because they're going to have a match next. Shayna Baszler, yeah. Yeah. They're going to have a match next. And um, Nia gets interrupts pretty quickly. Wait, 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 wait. They're just throwing out Charlotte versus Shayna Baszler? Well, it only lasted like a second. Okay. Like, not long. And then Nia interfered. That's a fucking... That should be a headlining pay-per-view match. Right. Should be. Right. God but, damn WWE. Yeah. So Nia interferes. Mandy and Dana uh, come down to help. Then Lacey Evans comes down to help. So we get a six-woman tag. Woo! Charlotte, Mandy, and Dana versus Shayna, Nia, and Lacey Evans. I don't care. Uh, yeah. And uh, Shayna got counted out somehow. And it looked maybe not like the planned finish. Okay. Um, I don't know. And the face is one. Because of it, so um, I did hear about, that. and then it got restarted. Yes. So yeah, and then the heels won. So yeah, I did uh, hear about the potential botched finish. This match restarted twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then yeah, and during the match, Nia almost hurt Mandy again. That fucking choke slam. Yeah. Just like threw her right on the back of her fucking head. Stupid. I don't know why they let, keep letting her get inside of a wrestling ring. I She's obviously that. dangerous. She really is. I don't get it. And yeah. And then she's taken to Twitter and not even really defending herself. Like just fucking marks. Fucking whatever. Um, and then we got Slapjack versus Xavier Woods. Uh, Xavier picks up with the shining, picks up the win with the shining wizard, and then, um, yeah, yeah, and then they attacked Woods afterwards. The mm. whole retribution, okay. Uh, and then Ollie says he'll be in the rumble. So he declared. Um, yeah. And then there's some stuff between Riddle and our truth that was apparently funny. And then the Hurt Business are in the uh, ring for VIP Lounge. And R-Truth comes out. Um, 
saying, oh, because he says he's looking for 24 golden carrots for some reason. I don't know. Because um, he's confused it with 24 karat gold. Yeah, that's it. It's right. our truth, man. He's confused. Right. Um, Which he's confused yeah. with the 24-7 title because right. he's our truth. And then everyone in the, like, the 24-7 picture shows in the ring. Um, and then they run off. Riddle shows up and hits MVP with a knee in the ring. So Knee to the ring. Yeah. Um, and then backstage, we get R-Truth asking Adam Pierce if he can be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. <laughs> and uh, Right, because he wants to climb the ladder to win the 24 Golden Carrots. Right. So, and uh, Adam Pierce is like, sure, but you got to beat AJ Styles first. So this is the thing now. Everyone's got to beat AJ to get into the Rumble. Makes sense. Even if they don't think, no, it's the Rumble. He's the measuring stick. Right. Around those um, Then we got Sheamus versus John Morrison. And Sheamus picks up the win there. Um, and then afterwards, Miz gets on the mic, and then they challenge Sheamus to a handicap match. And Miz and Morrison win. Over Seamus in the handicap match. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <coughs> um, Ric Flair is helping Lacey Evans practice wrestling moves in the locker room. They looked very sexual. And then Charlotte walks in. And, yeah. That's about Breaks it. the sexual tension. Right. Uh, then we got our truth versus AJ Styles. And AJ, AJ ends Styles up picking up the win. Obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> then we got a gauntlet match. For Riddle, and if he beats the Hurt Business, he'll get a shot against Bobby Lashley for the title, U.S. title. So he had to win like a handicap match, or is it just a gauntlet match? Oh, a gauntlet! I missed yeah. that. Okay, yeah. thank you. So he started off with Shelton Benjamin and won, and beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then against MVP and, and beat won. him. Yeah, and then Cedric Alexander and won. Nice. So he will get Bobby Lashley sometime in the future. Okay. So yep. And uh, Lashley, after the match, blindsided Riddle and locked him in the hurt lock, too. So Nice. Uh, Edge is back. Yes. Announced that he's going to be in the Rumble this year, too. Yep. So. Surprise. Right? Oh, wait. Uh, that's not how surprises work. Right. Sorry. It's okay. They're just trying to get some more eyes on the network. It's fine. That's why. Before, they changed things with uh, number 30, by the way. So, oh. oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So they did announce, yeah, backstage they were going to give one and two of the women's and then 30 of the men's. They changed it, and on backstage what they're going to do is they're going to give one and two of the women's, one and two of the men's. 30 for the men's is going to be a secret, and then 30 for the women's, they're having a match okay. with the two most veteran women on the roster, and whoever wins that gets to be 30. Mickey James and Natalia? Okay, two of the three most. Tamina? Yeah, Natalia and Tamina. Nobody's near than to me. Right. I forgot she was on the... No, I didn't. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's kind of... I like that a little bit better, at least. I mean, We're it takes the surprise out of 30, but it's like, hey, you two have been here the longest. Right. We're going to reward you. We're going to talk about... 30. We're going to talk about tenured women later on. <coughs> okay. Today as well. But for now, let's move on with Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just in the Rumble. Then we got the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar. So wait, actually, so did they just say it's like is the the most experienced women their thing, or is that just mm-hmm. 
That was the WWE's way of putting it. Yeah. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, they're like the most tenured, so as a reward, they get to fight each okay. other, and whoever wins I didn't know if that's 30. just how you were explaining it to me in the buzz, or if that's how they explained it. No, that's how they explained it. I'm mixed it. Yeah. on it, on how yeah. I feel about it. Like, it sucks that they're doing that for 30, but I at least... They gave it a reason. There's some reason, and, and it's it makes actually sense. like not a stupid, shitty, made-up reason. Right. Like it's like that actually kind of works. Right. They've been here before the women's revolution. They, so yeah. I am a little torn on it. Right. Yeah. At least it's better than just. It's better than Here's your normal WWE shit. Right. <coughs> right. We're gonna let Natalia be thirty for no reason other than we said Natalia. Right. We actually meant to say Nikki, but oops. Well, wasn't last year though they had a, Natalia had a match with someone, and if she won, then she was thirty, and she lost, she was one. I think that was last year. It might have been, yeah. So, um, all right, we got a Raw Women's Championship match next. Okay, Oscar versus Alexa Bliss. Oh, that was tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, Oscar fun little James. match. Well, yeah, it ended up so about in the middle of the match, like uh, or. Alexa comes in like her happy gear. Okay. That's what she comes in in. And then about halfway through the match, a little bit more, she goes for like the, you know, the thing in the back or in the corner, flips back like mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt did and yeah. stuff. She does that. And then the lights go out. Okay. And when she comes back, she's wearing all black. Nice. Which was kind of cool. And the black lipstick and everything. Mm-hmm. Freaks Asuka the fuck out. Okay. And then they finally start uh, fighting a little bit. And as... Um, Bliss powers out of the Oscar lock. She stands up, and from behind, Randy Orton shows up and RKO's the fuck out of Alexa Bliss. Nice. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, Randy Orton cost Alexa Bliss the championship. I kind of liked it. Yeah. I did see that RKO. It was dope. It was. It was brutal. It was. Oh, and that was our main event? Yeah, that was the main event. I was yep. just waiting until you finished to... Because I realized it as you were talking, but yep. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah. And that was Monday Night Raw. That was Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. With that, i got to get my phone, because we're going to move on to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Uh, it starts with R. Step nephew, nephew. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Quinn McKay welcomes viewers and previews of the show, as always. Always. Uh, we actually got a quick replay of the Shane Taylor Promotions trio talking about... How they were basically handed the six-man tag championships mm. uh, from <clears throat> uh, from Ring of Honor because um, Bandito was unavailable to compete at the time. But they said, no, we want to wait and fight for him and win him. And we're going to. Um, yes. We want to earn it. We don't want to be handed the gold. We want to earn the gold. Then we get a post-match promo from last week's main event where Dragon Lee was going on about winning and being the champion. But Brody Lee showed up and got in his face and told him it was just the beginning uh, and kind of reminded us how La Fashion and Noble cost King his title uh, match at the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Right. Um, and then Quinn comes back to reveal that Tracy Williams and Josh Woods are tied as top two contenders in the Pure Championship rankings. Nice. And so we're going to eventually, I'm guessing, here in the near future, have a match between these two gentlemen to find out who the number one contender is. But we're going to see Josh Woods in action here in a little bit. So to prepare for that, it's his video package. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, basically like, hey, I took one step forward, but two steps back. I beat Jay Lethal, took that good step forward, but then I just lost to Flip Gordon. So yeah. I didn't get that title shot for the Ring of Honor final battle. Makes but, sense. Fuck Flip. Uh, but there's no time for fucking around. I'm going to beat Dalton Castle tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show that I do belong uh, with the gold, and that the gold belongs with the goods. Josh Woods the goods, or Josh the goods Woods, rather. Right. 
is what he's starting to call himself. I like that. Um, I do as well. Then we get Dalton Castle's promo where basically he just says, you know, he's busy. He's been sidetracked by things outside of wrestling. Uh, but that he's going to prove that he can be a pure wrestler and he's going to, uh, beat Josh Woods. And he referred to himself as a box full of bees, which I thought was, uh, not as good as Josh the Goods Woods. No. Um, but then they have a match, which I have not seen yet, but was told was fucking excellent. I bet. By pretty much everybody. And, uh, at the end, Josh the Goods Woods picks up the victory. He counters a bangerang and makes Castle tap out to an ankle lock. Uh, then backstage, Woods says he's disappointed. He's, he was disappointed because what turned a wrestling match turned into a fight. He's not here to fight. He's here to wrestle and be the pure wrestling champion. And that's his goal. It's exactly what he's going to do. Nice. So I'm looking forward to catching that match later today. Again, I heard it was fantastic. Uh, then we get a video package from the foundation sending a promotion to Shane Taylor promotions ahead of their match. Uh, and then of course we get another quick one with Shane Taylor and he just says that uh, basically saying that the foundation wishes that they could be leaders the way the founder or the way Shane Taylor is leaders. Okay. Uh, then we get the foundation being lethal Gresham and Tracy Williams taking on Shane Taylor promotions, which of course is Shane Tage, Taylor and the soldiers of savagery. Uh, this match ends up with Shane Taylor promotions picking up the win. Um, yeah. They shook hands. Nice. They did shake hands after the match. I meant to say that. Nice. I thought there was something else, but there's nothing else in the moat. No, so I guess that is it. With that, we'll move on to Impact Wrestling. Impact. I didn't watch that this week either. So. Oh, I did watch Impact this week. I did not. I said I only got to Dynamite this mm-hmm. week, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we started off WWE style with the champion coming to the ring, Rich Swan. Um, As always. Yeah, and I kind of like this. This was... Uh, actually, it's weird because Impact doesn't do this very often, mm-hmm. so it was kind of nice. Um, so, Rich Swan comes to the ring, and their next pay-per-view is No, no Surrender on February 13th, and okay. he's like, um, you know, my hard work's paid off, I made it to the championship, uh, growing up, I watched a lot of ECW, Tommy Dreamer was one of my favorites, and I want to face him at No Surrender, because I like Tommy Dreamer, and that's one of my dreams. I did see... That that match was happening, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how it got set up, and yeah. I actually kind of like that. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm the champion. I want to make my own shots, so this is what I'm doing. Um, and the cool thing is, apparently, that is Tommy Dreamer's birthday. Oh, neat! He turns fifty. Um, so then Chris Bay comes out, and he's like, "Look, that's my birthday too. I'm 25. I'm half his age. You know, Tommy Dreamer shouldn't, you know." be getting this shit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, Moose comes out. Okay. And, uh, you know, that obviously turns into a brawl. And then Sammy Callahan hacks the lights and him and Kim Shamrock appear and start beating everybody. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and then they, Go backstage, or they go to commercial, come back <laughs> backstage. Uh, Dreamer, Swan, and Mac want a match against Sammy Callahan, Moose, Chris Bay, and Ken Shamrock. Okay. Um, and they're going to get... Uh, Scott D'Amore has a 
fourth member for them, and we'll make the match official. And they go into a... Oh, it's a surprise, though? And then, yeah. Okay. It's a surprise. It's a good surprise, too. I like it. Fair enough. Um, yep. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. And then we got Matt Cardona and Joss Alexander okay. teaming up against Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Um, and Cardano... Cardona picks up the win uh, on Fulton. So that you makes sense. You know it. Yep. Yeah, he's new. He's kind of going to have to win a few matches. Then we got Raju um, talking to somebody. Like, it's looking over their shoulder, and all you can see is a shoulder. Oh, okay. And he's asking for help. Um, male or female? Male, I assume. It looks male, okay. definitely. Definitely male. But he's asking for help, and uh, he has a non-title match next week. Okay. And he wants help from this person. So we'll see who that is next week, yes, I guess. Yes, we um, we'll find out. We got another paid advertisement. Um, from the NWO. Yeah, from the Tonys. From the AEW. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty. It was a good one again. I've so, not seen it. Uh, Tony gets. Tony Khan gets uh, a little more comfortable each week, too, which is good. So. Um, yeah. And then. Cardona and Alexander run into Brian Myers backstage, and um, Brian Myers, they go for a fist bump, and Brian Myers looks at Alexander, and he's like, you know, why are you teaming with my Janetti? Like, yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to go face a former world champion, because that's what I do. I'm not dealing with you guys. So, that was cool, too. Fair enough. Then we got Brian Myers versus Eddie Edwards. Yes. Um, Yeah. Oh, I like this too. So, like, the whole story of Eddie Edwards right now is, you know, he's he's trying to be a real wrestler, a good wrestler, and then, but he keeps going back <coughs> into these, like, no DQs, right. street fight shit. And that was kind of the story of this match as well. Okay. Um, where, like, he's trying to do all these regular wrestling moves, keep it up with Brian Myers and all this, but he just couldn't do it. And he ends up uh, biting. Oh, nice. Brian Myers. Like, <laughs> he like had that. him, like, in a choke, and he starts, like, biting his ear or face or something, and he wouldn't let go, and the referee calls like, the match, I like and that. he got disqualified. That's fine. So, yeah, I, I Impact's doing really well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles are backstage getting ready for their celebration tonight, which was the down point of the show, but anyway. Um, and then Matt Hardy and Private Party are backstage talking about um, how private party is going to get win the titles at no surrender. Yes. So. Then we got Tennille taking on Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rosemary picks up the win here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And then there's some more shit with AZ Ramiro and Larry D and Rosemary and Crazy Steve and Johnny Bravo and Johnny Swinger and like, all those fucking people. Whatever. I don't know. Um, and then we got the Fire and Flavor Festival. Yay! It was done. <laughs> yeah. That was about it. Okay. And uh, then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Doring took on Cousin, Cousin Jake. Okay. And uh, Doring won. Good so. for Doring. Yep. And then we got our main event. Main Eight-man tag action. Moose, Chris Bay... Wait, this is all back. Messed up. Uh... Yeah, Moose, Chris Bay, Sammy Callahan... And Ken Shamrock. What a team. Taking on Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Tommy, Tommy Dreamer, and the returning and surprise Trey Miguel. Oh, is nice. Back. Okay. Yeah. Um, fun match, too. 
uh, and Trey picks up the win. Good job, Trey. Yep. And that was Impact. So, yep. And that was Impact. Well, that will move on to AEW Dark. BJ will tell us the matches. I'll tell you who wins. Yep. Hopefully. Get them right. Uh, Miro taking on Fuego Del Sol. Miro. Jurassic Express taking on Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo. Jurassic Express. Jesus, that was a long match. Uh, Chris Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, SCU, taking on TNT. SCU. The Butcher and the Blade taking on Mbadu and Casey Navarro. Butcher and Blade. I just like saying Mbadu. 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 Phoenix taking on Baron Black. Felix. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not Felix, the cat. Phoenix, the flyer. Right. <laughs> Shanna taking on Kylan King. Shanna. Britt Baker taking on Brooke Havoc. Britt Baker. Abaddon taking on Vert Vixen. Abaddon. What happened to that? I don't know. The whole Abaddon and... I don't know, whatever. Did we finish that? The Abaddon and Hikiru Shida shit? They had a match. I feel like it just got dropped. That's how I feel about Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Um... Santana and Ortiz taking on Ryzen and Mike Verna. Proud power. Tainara Conti versus Devine. Ty Conti. Preston Vance taking on Ray Jazz. Ten. Hashtag join Dark Order. Red Velvet taking on Maddie Rinkowski. Red Velvet. Danny Limelight taking on Sean Maluda. Ooh, nice. Danny Limelight. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ivelisse taking on Jasmine Allure. Ivelisse. Will Hobbs. Uh... Taking on Jake St. Patrick. Big Willie Hobbs. Yep. He was on the Talk is Jericho podcast yesterday. Uh-huh. And it was excellent. Was it? It was better than that. It was much better. I really enjoyed his talk with Jericho. Um, nice. I feel like he benefited from the one-on-one conversation with Jericho more mm-hmm. so than the three-way conversation with Aubrey and... That's good. ...than and Tony. I feel like he... He seemed more comfortable and less intimidated by the mm-hmm. conversation with Jericho. Nice. So. Um, yeah. I also want to mention that Negative uh, One was on, Minus One was on commentary on okay. Summer of Dark, and there were some parts that were hilarious. I think it was during the Preston Vance match. That makes sense. And um, Preston Vance was winning, and <laughs> Junior was like, <laughs> he's like, this is what hell feels like. This <laughs> Vance is just like kidding, kidding the That's shit great. out of this guy. It was great. Yeah. I don't know if that in that line, but it's good. <laughs> I don't know. I think they just let, let this kid go, man. It's great. Anyway. I guess with that, we'll move on to AEW Dynamite. Dynamite, yeah. I watched this yeah. with my friend BJ. Me too. Uh, Eddie Kingston took on Lance Archer to start off. I guess uh, there were some services that had issues. I saw that. Luckily, we didn't. But Yeah, there were some streaming services that were basically out for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. The first 20 minutes. The whole first match. Which caused um, a downshift for all of AEW and an mm-hmm. uptick for all of NXT. Right. But then both shows had a huge falling off at 9 o'clock when the Lakers game started. Uh, makes sense. So, yeah, they both, neither show averaged over 800. And AEW won, but barely. It was like yeah. 756 to 721 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. It was really close. But yeah, apparently that 20 minutes of downtime for AEW hurt them mm-hmm. by about 100,000 people switching NXT and never coming back. Yeah. Which must mean NXT was good this week. I didn't watch it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I didn't so. Get to watch it um, so yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Archer and Kingston, they had a pretty good match. Though. I enjoyed this um, match. I did yeah. too. And Kingston ends up picking up the win, which he kind of needed. 
Um, Agreed. As much as I really like Aunt Archer and wanted to see Archer win, and mm-hmm. Kingston needed the win here. Yeah, he's, he hasn't had many he hasn't quality won. wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and after the words, Butcher and Blade help beat up Archer even more. So. Mm-hmm. Then March, uh, Marksley, Marksley, Moxley cuts a promo, um, which was in a cool location too. It was like behind this, or in front of this fence, like by a construction something or other. Yes. Um, I like the background. Yeah. I also, uh, we'll talk about Moxley later too. A yeah. couple more times. Yeah. Um, but he talks about how just, you know, he's got to team up with these other guys that not really his friends just because or he's teaming up with yeah Pac and Phoenix who's like yeah they're not really my friends but mm-hmm. I guess we have mutual enemies so yeah yes it's pretty good and then we got the weirdest promo ever uh, Sting and Darby Allen are outside like a warehouse and they start talking shit about how they're hoodlums or whatever <coughs> and then they start breaking windows it was very odd. I rewatched this. Mm-hmm. I liked it better the second time. Okay. I did. I enjoyed it more the second time. It was just time. very odd. The, the window breaking was still a little out of place and forced. Yeah, it was like super cheesy. But just listening to what they had to say. Yeah. I, I did just, like they the, used the word hoodlum. Hoodlum. The word They hoodlum. did use the word hoodlum too, too yeah. many times. And it just sounded awkward towards the end. It was, yeah. I, think, I think Sting got stuck. Hmm. And so it was just kind of repeating the word to get his mind to right. go. Move, yeah. I'm a, I don't know, though. Yep. Um, all right. Then we got MJF and Chris Jericho taking on the Varsity Blondes and Griff Garrison and uh, Pillman Jr. So. Fine match. Yeah. Jericho wins with a lion salt. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave a like huge Like the biggest smile. lion salt he's ever done and right. then a huge smile to the camera after he landed it because, yeah. you know, he, he botched it last week. Right. It was excellent. But it's what I said. He probably just slipped on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Like, shit happens. Oh, yeah. And that's all it was. Mm-hmm. He proved he can still do it. I had no doubt he could still do it. Yeah. I've watched Chris Jericho long enough. Yeah. Um, I lost a lot of respect for the man over the last year, but the wrestler's still the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Pac cuts a promo about his about the match next week, the six-man tag. Yes. So. I'm excited to see Pac back next week. Me too. In action. Yep. And then we got, so they had a, a Bleacher Report right before this, the show. They had like an awards thing, and Shaq called out Cody. Yes. So here's the... They gave us a quick recap of Shaq calling Cody out, yeah. and then Cody came out to rebut. Yep. And he does, with Arn Anderson's help. Yeah. And Anderson... He went a little too long. Yeah, he did. He was a little long-winded getting to his point, right. but it was solid. Right. And then Red, uh, since Brandy's pregnant... Cody's like, yeah, you know, it should be me versus, me, Brandy versus Jaden, Shaq, but, you know, Brandy got pregnant, and then Arn's like, well, I got a perfect replacement. I wish, Red Velvet comes out and cut a fire promo. <laughs> I wish her name was Black Velvet so she could come out to the song. Oh, yeah. It's such a good song. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> this was my favorite part of the show, where she comes out. And says that she's gonna. Uh, uh, she calls Jade a bitch ass. Yes. <laughs> Jr's like, did she just say bitch ass? She she just called her a bitch ass. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, yes, Jr. It was so good. Yeah, that was the funniest line of the, the whole fucking show. That was, was great. So 
Um, so yeah, at uh, Full Gear, or is it Full No, Revolution. Revolution. Uh, beginning of March, or whatever it is now, because it moved. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah. beginning of March. Yeah, we're going to get Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet. So, I do love me some Red Velvet. I'd actually rather have Red Velvet than... Brandy, me Brandy. too. Me too. I'm not. I've never been a big fan no. of Brandy as a wrestler. No, and you need. I mean, I don't know. I guess the thing is, we don't know what Jade looks like when she wrestles. I imagine she's green as shit. Yeah, and that's why. But I then feel again, like I had the Red... same imagination about fucking Pat McAfee, and right. even though he is, he sure as hell didn't look green. Although he also had the benefit of working with Adam Cole. And yeah. No offense, but right. Red Velvet is no fucking Adam Cole. No, but at least Red Velvet's better than Brandy. Yes, yes. So, yeah. I mean, because of the weakness of the roster, Red Velvet is probably one of the better wrestlers on the AEW roster right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their women's roster's weak at the moment. Right, because they're not doing anything with them. Well, and there's also, you still have the problem with... Some of their bigger stars are yeah. Japanese, and they're stuck. Right. They're not living here like Akar Sheet is. Right. Although Rio's coming back. Yeah, I was gonna say they did announce one of the first round matches. Of the Although game. there's other ones I'd, I'd like better than Rio. Yeah, but still, like Yuka Sakazagi, I'd like yeah. to see her come back. I yeah. thought she was fantastic. Well, did you see in the UK? I could pass on Emmy Soccer though. Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you see in the UK? They're doing things. Miko. Yeah, I did see whatever. that. Yeah, that's dope. Her mm-hmm. versus uh, Kaylee Ray. Yep. That'll be dope. Yeah. So. But anyways, moving on anyway, to Dynamite. Uh, Hangman Anna Page is going to take on Ryan Nemeth next, mm-hmm. which is the little brother to Dolph. Yes. Um, yeah. Obviously, Page picks up the win here. Um, decent little match, though. Yeah, they had an iron match. And then uh, Matt Hardy comes out and congratulates Page on winning. And tries, tries to uh, get him to join him in a private party, and so they have a nice locker room. And yeah, just say, like, look, you know. I yeah. know you've been dressed in the hallway. I got a huge locker room. Free charge. Come yeah. share with just, me. Yeah, come and take us up. And Tony's like, I think you should take him up on that. Yep. Um So, and then about, I'd say a half hour, 45 minutes later, uh, Hangman tweeted, you know, people keep speaking at me. Right. And that got me thinking uh, later that night. Like, I like that too. It's like, they are. They're speaking at him. They're not, they're all, they, everybody assumes they know what Hangman wants and what's best for Hangman, but no one's asking Hangman what's what he best wants. for Hangman. Right. <laughs> like, and that's, I love that. A little bit of it. Because, yeah, no one's letting him talk. Right. You know, the elite thought they knew what was best and being friends, and uh, same with the Dark Order. Like, yeah, you should join us. That's what's best for you. And now Matt Hardy's doing I mean, the same thing. I mean, though, it, to be fair, in the case of the Dark Order, they're not wrong. But well, yeah. But I'm just that's saying. beside the point. No, I'm you're right. Saying. I'm just that's, saying that yeah. in the case of the Dark Order, they're not yeah. wrong, but you're still right. They're, right. they're not letting him say it. Right, and that's what... I mean, even us. Like, we've been... When we talk about this and we... Fantasy book and stuff. I mean, we're just like this is what Hangman should do. This is what once again though. To be fair, I'd probably have a conversation with Hangman if I had the opportunity. I wouldn't just talk to him. I would want to speak. That's true. So I wouldn't want any conversation. Knows Hangman or whatever. Get him on this podcast and we'll find it. We'll ask him what he wants. You know, unless he doesn't want to be on this podcast. So we'll see. I think that's what we should name the episode. What does Hangman want? What does Hangman want? I don't know. I'm writing it down, so hopefully I remember to name it this. But you know what? I'm probably going to remember this. Monday at work when I listen to this, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I do that a lot. Yeah. 
It happens. Yeah. So anyway. What does um, he want? All right, next up we had probably match of the week. Uh, Jungle Boy taking on Dax Harwood. Not probably. <laughs> yeah, it was. This was the match of the week. Yeah, this was fantastic. It made... This was probably the best uh, match of Jungle Boy's career. Yeah. Like... I mean, he's had some good matches, so that's saying a lot. I did, I did see or did find it enjoyable that, like, as I'm flipping through my wrestling stuffs this week after mm-hmm. that, like I see from, especially from um, Observer and Alvarez and uh, Meltzer, like mm-hmm. everybody's like, Jungle Boy's gonna be a star, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. we've been saying that since the first time he showed up right. in AEW. They've been look at look too. at the fucking guy. Yeah. I don't know. They seem shocked by it. And it's like, I don't know why. Right. I will say after this match, I want to skim your timeline down from five years to three. I think he could be top mm. star in three years. Okay. He's that fucking good. Yeah. Basically, well, yeah. You do a hangman run and do Kingston as your intermediate champion and uh, transitional I champion. Think, I think you build Jungle Boy. I think you build Jungle Boy up. And he loses that first shot. Yeah. And when okay. he comes back the second time, you build him up with the with the underdog going into it as well. And that right. second time, and then let him get the win, I think yeah. it means a lot more for him. I think it helps get him over better being a smaller guy coming up against guys the size of Omega yeah. and Moxley and, you know, whoever, a uh, hangman and whoever else might be in the well, title picture by that point. So then you, yeah, you do hangman, change that to Kingston. Kingston, yeah, wins the first one going like... I fought for this championship. I'm you're not, not going to give it not, up. You're, you're, you're not you, taking it from me that easily. Fuck no. And then the yeah, he beats him. And then... And I think you have Jungle Boy be that first first person to challenge him, too. Yeah. When he wins it. Right. And then he's like, see, I told you I was going to win it. And then mm-hmm. next time he comes around, like, I've already beat you. This is going to be nothing. And he lets his yeah. guard down. And it lets Jungle Boy get it. Yeah. And then when they have their rubber match, Jungle Boy finally gets over mm-hmm. and retains. And Great. I think that would be... Yeah. And I think you could do it in three instead of five. Mm-hmm. I think it would draw a lot more eyes to their product. Yeah. He's one of those people I don't understand why they keep mm-hmm. him on dark. Yeah. That he's a, he's a eye catching. He's a handsome motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He's got his yeah. dad's jeans for sure. Say him and him and Wardlow are the two that like And Sonny Kiss. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. If Sonny Kiss shows up on your TV when you're flipping the channels, mm-hmm. you're and then you're seeing Sonny Kiss wrestling Some a rag, rag, average wrestler, yeah. it's going to stop a lot of people. A lot of, a people. Lot of people. Even if it doesn't Open keep them, they're going to stop. Yeah. Even if they're not, they're going to stop true. to see what in the fuck what is the fuck? this. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Team Taz is in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and there was some awkward merchandise stand. Yeah, there. they were setting up the merchandise stand, and then and it looked at like it was nine o'clock at night, like it was right. Like, and they were setting it up, and it made no. And sense. there's no fans, like no. no one's coming through there to buy merch no. on their way out of their stadium. It was like looked like it was behind like the production truck. Or it was the, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was awkward. Weird. And then the interaction with the guys were awkward, yeah. but then they just beat them up. And yeah, that they was beat fun. them up. The uh, the spike into the um side of the truck was pretty that was nice and the uh ricky starks putting the one Mm -hmm. guy through the table was beautiful the way he went through that table yeah um all right next we got dr Britt baker dmd DMD. taking on shanna this was a fun match too yeah but Um, Britt baker picks up the victory obviously yeah yeah and then afterwards yeah Britt. well she won with the lockjaw yep um and then she curb stopped Shayna after the match, put the lockjaw back on. Thunder Rosa comes out for the save. Chases Britain. Yep. Reba. Yep. Um, Teasing that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Sammy and MJF 
or backstage, uh, and MJF was a, like a basically trying to apologize and like, hey, I didn't want Wardlow to get involved last week, blah blah. And Sam doctors pay pretty much called yeah, pretty much called bullshit on him. And, and then MJF's like, all right, if that's how you really want to play it this way, all right, mm-hmm. but think about that. Yep. All right, and then our main event. Main event! Uh, we got the Dark Order, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds taking on uh, the Fake Bullet Club. Oh, what did we call it the other day? Ammunition Coalition. Coalition. The Ammunition Coalition. <laughs> uh, the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. <laughs> so, this was fucking fun, too. Um, yeah, and... Young Bucks and Good Brothers pick up. Yeah, of course they do. Right. And next week there's going to be a battle royal to Mm -hmm. see who's the number one contenders at Revolution. Yes. But the Young Bucks are going to be in that battle royal. And if they win it, they get to pick their contenders. Right. And And then then they they pretty much indicated they're going to pick the Good Brothers. Right. Which I don't think they will, but... Mm -mm. I don't... Yeah. We'll see. Um, And then Phoenix comes out of nowhere and takes takes out the Bucks and then Moxley runs out. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... To the rescue. To, yeah, and hits takes out the Good Brothers. And Kenny Omega comes out, but he takes a paradigm shift. And we end the show. Yep. So, yeah. That was uh, Impact. That wasn't... No, it was That not. was not. That was, that was Dynamite. Dynamite. I'm was like, Dynamite. that was Dynamite, Creeper Creeper. <coughs> we'll talk about John Moxley again yeah. later. But for now, we're going to move on to NXT, NXT. Cousin Cousin. Yeah, we just got a lot of dusty stuff this week. It um, was all tag matches. Like, the whole fucking show was... Yeah. Or at least everything that was announced ahead of time was yeah. tag matches. One of them was there just was, a tag match, not right. a dusty. Right. But they're having both a men's and a women's. So what do you... you got to right. expect it. And I guess the... Uh, the women's 18 to 34 or whatever was up. I heard. Or big time. Um, yeah. So there's a couple other matches thrown in, though. So we started off with I think MSK. It, I think, actually, sorry, before, I think the bigger key for the ratings is going to be next week with AEW not having a 20-minute yeah. unscheduled Well, I just think issue. the women's being up is because of the women's dust. But I would like to see how much their numbers keep up from that is right. what I'm saying. I'd like to see, because I would like to see more female fans in wrestling. Yeah. I think... I think it's a missed opportunity that a lot of wrestling fans or a lot of wrestling promoters just don't like AEW's not doing anything with their women. Right. WWE's not the best. Better at it. Yeah. NX, WWE has a much better roster. Yeah. That's why they're better at it. Right. That's true. So if anyway. you move four the big four over to AEW, I bet you'd see a lot more women shit on AEW. Oh, if, you, yeah. if they had a Charlotte or a Sasha. Right. The problem is they have a Karoshita right. and Thunder Rosa. Right. Britt Baker's almost to that level. Mm-hmm. Abaddon's almost to that level. Red Velvet's almost to that level. Like, there's a lot of women almost there, but right. there's like but three there, there, two or three there. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks. Anyway, anyway, uh, so we started off with MSK taking on Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Yes, this is part of the Dusty Classic. Yeah, part of the Dusty Classic. MSK MSK pick something. up the victory, of course. They have to. Yeah, I expect them to make it. To the They're finals. new, and they've made a big deal about these guys. Yeah. They almost have to. And then women's Dusty uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez took on Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla. And of course, Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla lose. Yeah, they did. Um, you knew they were losing from the start. Yeah. Was Robert Brand Robert Stone Brand? Yeah, still a thing. Yep. I haven't heard or seen anything about him for a minute. Right. Was he there ringside? Fist? Yeah, cool. He was there. It's just because uh, they haven't been using Aaliyah, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I haven't heard or seen Robert Stone for a little while now. Yep. 
Uh, Tyler Rust took on Dante Rios, and Rust picks up the win. So, and then we got more Dusty Classic. Okay. Uh, Grizzled Young Vets took on Kushida and Leon Ruff. Okay. Uh, Grizzled Young Vets picked up the win here. That one I could have seen going either way. Yeah, I could have too. So. That one wasn't as uh, clear cut, I feel. But okay. Yeah. Good deal. Um, after the match, Gargano and Austin Theory show up. Um, and Gargano spikes Kushida with the one final beat. In theory, took out Ruff. Okay. Um, yeah. And then Dexter Loomis showed up and just started staring at him, so Gargano and Austin Theory ran away. That makes sense. Because they were scarred. Right. I would be too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a brawl mm-hmm. between Io Shirai and Tony Storm. Okay. And Mercedes Martinez. So, um... Then we got Bronson Reed uh, taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Bronson Reed picked up the win here, too. I'm happy to hear that. I would love to see them do more with Bronson Reed. And our main event. Main event! Uh, Finn Balor. NXT, er, uh... Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly taking on Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Not for the title. This was, yeah, this was a non-title match. This was a... Also, not Dusty Classic match. Right. And uh, uh, they got Birch to tap out oh, to O'Reilly's. Nice. Yeah. So. O'Reilly and Finn pick up the victory. Uh, because, and then afterwards, Pete Dunn showed up and beat uh, the shit out of them. Okay. And then Adam Cole and Roddy show up for backup. And yeah. And that was it. That was it. That was NXT, cousin, cousin. Yep. With that one, we want a SmackDown Live, sister, sister. All right. SmackDown's kicked off uh, with Daniel Bryan in the ring um, talking about how he's going to win the fucking Rumble. Yeah. Um, And then, I don't know, for some reason, we got the brand invitational going on again, and AJ Styles and Omos are here for some fucking reason. Wild card. And then they're going to, that's going to, be our main event match. So. Wait a bit. Later this evening. Yep. Okay. Uh, Kayla's backstage with Bailey. Um, talking about last week and how she's going to win against Bianca up next. And then we got Bianca Belair versus Bailey. A match like that's a dream fucking match. Right. And it went a decent amount of time. I heard that they gave him a good shot and it yeah. was a good fucking match. And Bianca picks up the win. Uh, clean too, no bullshit, no roll up, no nothing. That's that's cool. <laughs> yep. And then, um, surprising but cool. Yeah. Uh, and I then afterwards, afterwards it was great because Kayla comes out to interview Bianca, okay. and Bianca actually treated it like this is the biggest win of my career. This is as she know, should. She just beat fucking Bailey clean. It yeah. is the biggest win of her career for sure. It was great. He, she beat Bailey clean on Fox Network yeah. Television. Right. Um, up next, we got it's Dominic. the biggest wrestling show in the world. Nobody watches. Like, more people watch SmackDown than any other wrestling show yeah. anywhere in the world. Right. So, and she just beat. And she just beat Bailey, one yeah. of the biggest names in women's wrestling right. for the last five to ten years. Right. Clean in the middle of fucking ring yep. on national television. Yep. Yes, it's and a big Sunday deal. Someday she's going to win the Royal Rumble. So. I hope. I really do. That's who I want to win the. <laughs> Females. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. I don't really have a 
strong of a feeling about the men's this right. year, but yeah. I do for the women. So, uh, all right. Next, we got Dominic Mysterio versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Dominic attacked Baron before the match, um, oh. but Baron Corbin end, um, does end up picking up the win with uh, end of days. End of days. He is Baron Corbin. Yeah. I am. I am King Baron Corbin of Kingness. Corbin. Nobody cares, but here I still am. Yeah. On TV being King Corbin. Right. Baron. Corbin. Um. So we said last week that Sonya's apparently in charge now. So Biggie's talking to Sonya Deville, saying that uh, he's going to give her a billion dollars of his GameStop money to figure out what number he is in the Royal Rumble. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Biggie, and then they got inter- he got interrupted between Miz and Morrison. Okay. Um, I don't know. And then it ends up in a fight. Hooray! So. You gotta love when fights happen on fighting shows. Yep. It's the best. Um, Reginald shows up. The guy Reginald. that's with Carmella. Oh, okay. And tries to give Sasha some wine. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but he's gonna, they're gonna save it. Uh, oh, and then she gets, she's like, I don't want this and gives it back. I've got know. some cheese for that wine. I got yeah. Baby Swiss and Gouda at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Sammy runs into Nakamura backstage. Okay. And uh, Sammy's kind of suspicious about all the raw people there oh. this evening. Okay. Um, which was kind of interesting. And then, oh, we got the split screen Roman Reigns on one screen, Kevin Owens on the other. Uh, talking shit about each other, kind of attacking their families, and Owens goes off on Roman, and then it was fantastic because Roman Roman's just done listening to what Kevin has to say, and he just picks up a TV remote and turns off his side of the screen. Oh, that's great, <laughs> isn't it? That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Why has nobody ever done that before? That is like right? the most common sense thing. Just turn the shit off. Yeah. He's like, nope, I'm done with this. And turns oh, I off. really like really that. Good. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that match too. Last man standing. I wasn't, great. but because we've seen it already. But yeah, but it's fine. I kind of they've been building it more. Yeah, they they've done it. I will and say, in the year 2020, yeah, once Roman came back, uh, well, <coughs> God, I don't even know. I was gonna say mm-hmm. midway through the pandemic, but now who fucking knows anymore? Right. Um, but I guess midway through the year when he came back, like since that point, mm-hmm. almost everything they've done with him has been. Like yeah, okay to good. Right. There's been a couple. They had a couple little missteps with the Jey Uso stuff, mm-hmm. and then they've had a couple here with this. But they've been small. Right. And yeah, compared to what WWE normally does, yeah. I have a theory. Okay. It's because they fucked up because they changed it from wrestling used to be you go to watch what's gonna happen and let mm-hmm. them tell a story. Right. And then they changed everything to you're involved. Are you entertained? We want to entertain you. Are you entertained? Vote for this match. Vote for this stipulation. We listen to the fans. So now they don't want to fucking listen to us anymore. They just want to hear us. Like, but if you, you did this to us, you conditioned us to be this way, to tell us what we think and to be vocal about it and to share our opinions and our feedback. Right. Because you're there not to put on a show for us. You're there to entertain us with what we want. Yeah. You That's did this true. to yourself. That's true. 
Well, if that's the case, we just need to bring back Cyber Sunday then, or whatever. That shit's fantastic. All right. Um, main event? Main event! AJ Styles taking on Daniel Bryan. So they go for quite a while. Cesaro's on uh, commentary throughout this. Um, and then towards the end of the match, um, Sami Zayn comes down and starts talking shit to Cesaro about his whole conspiracy and blah, blah, blah. And then Big E shows up and he's like, well, fuck it. If everyone else is going to be involved, I'm going to be involved. And so he shows up and then we got, they made it a six man tag, which ends up being Daniel Bryan, Nakamura and Big E taking on Sami Zayn, Cesaro and AJ Styles. Okay. And then that goes on for a little bit. And Miz and Morrison show up. Of course they do. And cause a distraction. <coughs> and then Otis shows up <coughs> to take out Miz and Morrison. Okay. So th- that leads to Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> Big E, and Otis taking on Sami Zayn, Cesaro, AJ Styles, Miz, and Morrison. God damn. So it was a 10 match? Right. God damn. Well, and then in the middle of the match... Sheamus just kind of shows up oh. and joins the match, and um, Sheamus picks up the win. So the main event of AJ Styles versus Dan Br- Daniel Bryan, Sheamus won. Fair enough. Well, how about that? I and said Hulk Hogan. Right. I was wrong. And then afterwards, Braun Strowman's just back. He's been gone for, like, uh, ever. Okay. And he's just back and beats everyone up. So it was just ridiculous. Because why the fuck not? Why not just beat up everybody? Yeah, you know? beat up John Cena. Well, I guess that was SmackDown then. Yeah, it was. I want to talk real quick about New Japan. Okay. They have their Friday Night Strong. Is that what it's called? New Japan Strong? Yeah, I saw we got a new Neverweight Champion. Did you see that? No, that's not even what I was going to talk about. Oh, okay. The main event was a six-man tag. Uh-huh. And in that six-man tag, we saw the team of one Kenta lose. Mm-hmm. Oh. And okay. then Kenta and some Bullet Club guys jump, uh, mm-hmm. the winners of the match after the fact. I don't even remember who won. Okay. And the lights go out. Kevin Kelly's, you know, apologizing, like, we're having some kind of weird power outage. We're mm-hmm. sorry. Hopefully, I don't even know if you can hear us. Like, hopefully, the shit comes back on before we go off the air. Mm-hmm. Click, click. Lights come back on and stand in the middle of the ring with the United States Championship over nice. his shoulders. John fucking Moxley. Nice. I did not see that. That's yeah. dope. Him and Kenta, he drops the belt. Fucking stares Kenta down, nose to fucking nose, forehead nice. to forehead. They go to fight. Kenta gets him up on his shoulders for the GTS. He slips out. Fucking Death Riders in because they don't call it the paradigm shift in nice. Japan. They call it the Death Rider. Right, right. And then Moxley screams, "Give me a fucking microphone now! Somebody give me a mic!" And he gets on the mic and he just basically says, "Like, I don't know when I'm gonna fight you, but like, I'm yeah. not afraid. I'll beat you up in time. I can't come to Japan. I got my AW shit and I got my wife to take care of. He's pregnant." Nice. So, I don't know when or what they're going to do, but it was, I recommend you guys, Buds, go check out the segment. It was great. It's mm-hmm. on Reddit. It was towards the top of Squared Circle this morning. Okay. So, yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to, to find. And it's maybe, like, promo and everything, I think the whole clip was maybe two and a half, oh, three minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so that wasn't what this was from. So, they also had the New Beginning in Nagoya. Okay, yeah, um, that's a show, show show, yeah. Last night. Um, so, yeah, it was Shingo Takaji. Taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. And Tanahashi won. For the Never Open wow. Weight Championship. 
Uh, I would not have expected that. Yeah, apparently they had like a 35-minute match. I might see if I can. Oh, of course I can find that. I have New Japan. Right. Um, yeah, so he won. Um, apparently the last two matches on the show were fucking fantastic. That one, and then Osprey took on Kojima. Okay. In a no-disqualification match. That sounds pretty solid. Yeah. Cool. So. So with that, yeah. let's move on to number 10. For you new buds out there, BJ and I have been counting down the top 100 wrestlers of the last decade mm-hmm. from PW Insider Averages, and uh, we've been reordering them in our own. We go through 20 wrestlers, and then we reorder and lock the bottom 10 in, mm-hmm. and then we do another 10 and rinse and repeat, now we're down to the top 10. Yeah. One through ten, right. uh, with you know obviously it's number eleven through twenty not yet right. locked in. We'll lock them all in after we do these ten. But mm-hmm. for now, we're going to talk about Sheamus at number ten spot, according to PWI's yeah. averages. My match was from twenty twelve. When was yours, BJ? Oh, yours was first. Mine was like twenty fifteen. All right, 16. I get to go first then. I watched. It's fucking weird. Yeah. The World Heavyweight Champion Sheamus take on the WWE Champion CM Punk. Nice. On main event. <laughs> Champ versus champion match on main event. Uh-huh. It seemed like they were really trying to push main event. Yeah, this might have been this like point. right when it started. Or this is right before you got me into wrestling. Yeah. Because Punk was still champion. I don't know if Sheamus was still world champion when you got me in. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was. I think Del Rio was world champion okay. when you got me in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got you in. like was, That was like what? Right before League of Nations and stuff. League of no, Nations bullshit. was... I'd already been watching for a bit oh, before really? League of Nations. Like, close to a oh, year, I think. that run. Then. I think League of... No, League of Nations was the next run after right, this okay. one. Okay. This was like... When I, I started watching, I had no idea that Sheamus was a previous champion. And I didn't understand mm-hmm. why he was being booked the way he was. And you explained to me he had been a World Heavyweight Champion before. Yeah. Okay. And blah, blah, blah. But anyways... This was actually a really good match, mm-hmm. and it was like a 15-minute match or whatever, but nice. CM Punk's one of the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, he's with Heyman here. This is his whole mm-hmm. deal. Um, they did a fun, you know, clobbering time spot, and his watch yeah. was, like, fucked up, and he's, like, knocking on it and trying to get his watch to work to see what time it is, so Heyman, like, steps up and puts his watch in front of uh, Punk's face, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's clobbering time! <laughs> That's good. I and I'm that. like, I miss CM Punk. I do too. He was so good. Yeah. I get it. I don't blame him. Oh, I don't either. I, I'd had some feelings for a while, but because <coughs> he's done some <coughs> shitty stuff to people, he can call his friend. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we all make bad decisions. That doesn't yeah. make him a shitty person. And he was an amazing wrestler. Right. I don't. I think with he, like he's one of the few guys. Without him, I never. I don't think you would have got me back in. You would have sucked me in for the nostalgia shit, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would have got me into present stuff. Right. And now I'd be missing all this greatness. Right. Um, I don't think Sheamus is number ten. Um, because of his booking, however, I do agree he belongs in the top twenty. Um, yeah. He's not. He's never been my favorite. I'm not a big fan of him. The only thing I really, really liked that he did was when he was tag teaming with Cesaro. I mm-hmm. like the bar a lot, both his faces and heels. Yeah. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro, do 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 do. It's still one of my favorite chants. Yeah. I'm sad that died off when they became heels. Yeah. I get it, but right. I love that chant. Me too. That was so much fun. Oh, it was a good one. Um, but where is he gonna go? Mm-hmm. Like Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston ish on my list. Okay. Like. 
Yeah. Roman Reigns definitely had. John Moxley definitely had. Chris Jericho is obvious. Then you get to like Omega, Brian, and Joe, and it gets a little bit more difficult. Right. Because, like, honestly, everybody that's not like locked in, everybody on this list, if it's a popularity contest, Sheamus is dead last. I like everybody not locked in on my list more than I like Sheamus. Mm -hmm. All the way the rest of the through to number one. Um, but that's not what this is, and I think he's going to fall somewhere between Kenny Omega and Kofi Kingston on my list. I know it's a big gap. I just can't figure out exactly where he belongs in that. It's more realistically going to be around Joe-ish, I think. Mm-hmm. But what do you got for Seamus, BJ? Okay, uh, so yeah, I watched, which apparently you watched before, or recently, um, <clears throat> for your Cesaro match. Mm-hmm. Was uh, I watched Seamus versus Cesaro in the do-do, seventh do-do, match do-do. of their... Best of Seven series. That led to uh, the bar. That led to the R of the War. Um, that was great. God, that was so good. Yeah, this was this was a fantastic match. I mean, Cesaro was amazing. Mm-hmm. This Best of Seven series really showed me, to me, showed me. So, like, when Sheamus started showing up and winning everything, it was, like, the, the dirt sheets and the rumors were Triple H just loved Sheamus. And that's why I hated Sheamus for so long, because he just showed up. He got pushed to the moon. I didn't really get it for the longest time. And this, this is what made me see what the hype was with Sheamus. Yeah. And what Triple H saw. And I think since then, he's really upped his game, too. I agree with that. Since even with, I mean, the bar, leaving the bar, like, um, yeah. No, I agree with that. He's he's definitely improved, Mm -hmm. and... I guess it was more so, I guess he was just pushed too soon, I think, was the problem. And that maybe if he got another push now and it wasn't something stupid League of Nations horse shit, especially right. fucking with Daniel Bryan at that point when like yeah. we had made him unfuckable, unfuckwithable. Right. Unfuckwithable. Unfuckwithable. Yeah. Um Yeah, I um, you know, I think he could be higher. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But I no, agree with I'm you gonna like I don't know. I think Seamus does get it nowadays, and I do like me some Seamus, and I think he showed that he he's he deserves to definitely be up, you know, top twenty. Yeah, for um, sure. But I'm like looking at it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna put him between Chris Jericho and Samoa Joe myself. So okay. like number five currently on my list. I mean that's ish ish where I'm looking. You know what I mean? Right. Our order's way different, but I'm right. thinking because he because he's he's on Samoa Joe's level is kind of how I feel about it. Right. They're both like top tier superstars. Yeah. They've both become really good at what they do. I, right. I think Joe's a little bit better. Yeah. But I'm also trying to remember there's some bias because I understand I don't like Seamus. I'm not saying he's bad. I just yeah. don't like him. See, I do like him now, too, which is... <laughs> fair. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, I didn't for the first half of the decade. And then this shit came along. Right, and, and changed it. And changed it. And I've liked him ever since. Once, oh. they, quit, once they quit trying to push him as some, like, stupid-ass... Um, uh, like foreign heel, you know what I mean? That's the shit I'm sick of. Yeah, I hate this stuff too. I'm I'm done with the foreign heel gimmick. I'm I'm with 2020. I don't give a shit. Well, with that, let's move on to news and or Mm -hmm. rumors. Okay, I got a couple for this week. Not much, but a little bit. Uh, so starting off here, Wrestling Observer says that the only match locked in for WrestleMania at this moment is Roman Reigns will be defending his title, but it's unclear who his opponent will be. 
there's also, though, a note of speculation of the Firefly Funhouse match between Orton and Bray Wyatt being held off until WrestleMania also being a possibility. Oh, jeez. Uh, Seth Rollins' name has come up as a possible surprise entrance to the Royal Rumble match. That wouldn't be there you go. That wouldn't be surprising to me. It'd be a it's little bit enough. of surprise because I wasn't thinking it until I started hearing rumors. Yeah. But now that I've heard the rumors, it's not a surprise anymore. Uh, the Observer notes that there are rumors that Hideki Suzuki is going to WWE with Tokyo Sports saying he has a one-way ticket to the States. Okay. Uh, they also say the New Japan Pro Wrestling television deal for the United States has been finalized since December, but it's not mm-hmm. something people would consider a major deal. It's probably why okay. you haven't heard much rumors and shit about it right. at that point. Um, I didn't mean to fucking close that. I saw I can open it back up. I need it for later on. Um, okay. Hasbro revealed yesterday that Sasha Banks will be getting an official Star Wars Black Series action figure later this year. I saw that. That's so pretty that's pretty rare that a wrestler also gets an action figure that's not a wrestling action right. figure. I can think of... Hulk Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter are really the only two I can think of that have non-wrestling action figures. Uh, Wade Barrett is officially a citizen of the United States. I saw that. That's dope. That happened earlier this week as well. Congrats to Mm -hmm. him. Earlier... And I saw Miro congratulated him. 12 or 13 hours ago for BJ and I, it's already over for you buds out there, GCW started a new interesting concept called mm-hmm. Fight Forever, which is a 24-hour live free wrestling show yep. to help benefit independent wrestlers. Yep. I guess they're basically raising money and taking donations throughout the whole 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I know it's too late, but I just thought it's a really cool idea. And if It know, was cool. Um, I don't know if the, how much they've raised yeah, it or anything. Except they had happened. streaming issues with the very first fucking show. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, It was probably more people than they expected to tune in and all yeah. that shit. Right. But that's all I've got for this oh, okay. week, BJ. What well, do you, you missed for the us? major news for the week. The WWE Network is going to be migrating. Oh, yeah. I Peacock. actually literally just unflagged that right now because I was like, we talked about that last week. But no, you and I talked about that Wednesday. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it'll be uh, March 13th, I want to say the date oh, is. Fuck. Don't quote me on that. Right. Um, but yeah, all WWE Network subscriptions will be migrated to Peacock um, at a new price point, too. So you can get Peacock with ads for four ninety nine, or you can get without ads for nine ninety nine. Okay. So I'm just gonna get the no ads for nine ninety nine, and then I can sit there and watch The Office again, mm-hmm. and without ads. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. I hope the interface stays quite the same at least, and they just migrate most of that over. Hopefully with a bigger team and more resources behind it of NBC Universal versus WWE Titan Sports, mm-hmm. they'll get better search options and features that actually fucking work and function. Right. And get everything fucking matched out where you can skip to segments and right. matches and not just list the big matches, but also have like important promos marked out and shit so we can yep. go promo searching. Right. Because I wish I could just search for promos on the network. Yeah. That would get my right. 10 bucks back every month if I could yeah. do that kind of shit to find the old, the specific old stuff I want to watch and not have to watch a whole hour-long TV show to find one promo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
couple new podcasts uh, this week. Mm-hmm. One debuting and one announced. Yes. Uh, first one is Chris, Can Chris Hero Save Wrestling? Yeah. Uh, another Conrad podcast. This one's only available and for rad free shows, so right. you actually do have to pay for this one. No, it's free. Uh, well, it's not available yet because I've been looking for it. So. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Just um, get on YouTube. That's where I got it from. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I listen to... I'm almost... I think I got like a half hour. Like I have not started it yet. But it's been really good. Really good. Um, and then Matt Cardona, uh, former Zack Ryder, announced that he is going to have a second podcast uh, called the true Long Island story podcast where he talks about um, that time of his career, I guess, and how that came together and all that. doesn't sound like that's going to have too much of a shelf life to me, um, but it'll still be interesting. Okay. There's actually also a third one coming out, and it's called The Kurt Angle Show. Oh, really? And this is going to be a podcast with Kurt Angle and Mm -hmm. Conrad Thompson. Oh, really? Starts in February. Um, okay. towards the end of February 23rd-ish or something. Okay. Some, nice. I don't remember the exact number, but 20-something, I think. Nice. Um, it's going to come out on Sundays, I believe. Okay. And um, it's going to talk about everything. His time in WWE, TNA, and his struggles mm-hmm. with substances. So, you're going to get a little bit of everything from him nice. on this one. So, I'm excited about that, personally. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, sad news. Uh, Vince McMahon's brother, Rod McMahon, uh, passed yeah. away this week at the age of 77. I just heard this early yesterday, actually. Yeah. I just found out. So, yeah. condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the February 16th, there will be a new show uh, on NBC Okay, um, called Young Rock. Young and Rock. And it'll basically be, like, if you saw... Um, Everyone hates Chris or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of it looks kind of like that, only with the Rock instead of Chris Rock. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, it looks interesting. They got, I mean, and there's tons of wrestlers and shit in it as characters, like right. Andre the Giant. There's a Macho Man character. There's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I might have to look into that. <coughs> yep. Uh, <clears throat> trailer just released this week, so okay. It looks interesting. The Rock does everything. Yes. Um, you did that, I did that. Uh, Alex Shelley, who, um, was supposed to be hard to kill in that main event. Yes. Uh, finally kind of said why he was out. Um, so basically his day job, he's like a physical therapist. Okay. And so, um, for, and he has like, you know, constant patients and blah, blah, blah. So... Um, you know, for their safety until he gets the vaccine, he's, he's not gonna... doing any wrestling shows. That makes sense. So he can take care of his patients. That's, I mean, that's a responsible adult thing to do, it really especially is. as a doctor of some sort. So right. yeah. And I think that's all I got. That's all you got. I got trivia. Nice. We might have to take a break through trivia. Um, okay. But we'll start it at least here. I actually, I have two trivias this week. Okay. You may have seen the first one because it was pretty mm-hmm. high up on Reddit. Mm-hmm. But in the history of the WWE, Mm -hmm. there have only been 12 women to have 200 or more televised wrestling matches. Mm -hmm. Can you name the 12 women who have had more than 200 wrestling matches? I saw most of this. Um, Well, Bailey was the newest, right? That's why I was up there. Um, Yeah, she's actually number 13, so Bailey becomes number 13 to join the list. She is not one of the 12. Oh, okay. There are 12 that have 200 or more. Okay. She became 13. Right, okay. 
so Sasha. Yes. Um, Ding. Charlotte. Ding. Becky. No, not Becky. Um, Natalia. Ding. Uh, Nikki. Ding. Okay. Because I don't think it's the other one. I don't think Bree's on there. Ding. Oh, Bree is on there? And has more. Oh, wow. Okay. Bree has 248 television matches. Nikki uh-huh. has 228 television oh. matches. Okay. Bree started before Nikki, to be fair. Right. I only learned that because of this. Oh, that's right. So you're missing... Because, see, I was thinking about the injury in the You've got there. three, six, seven left. Jesus. Um... Carmella? No. Ding! Yeah? Oh, wait. That's not Carmella. No. No, Carmen. No. From the Funkadactyls. No. No. <laughs> um, but. Carmina. No. I made that up. The other way. Huh? Funkadactyls. Oh. Car- uh, the, uh, yeah. The fuck's her name? <laughs> With the big hair. And With the big hair. And the rainbows and shit. Um, the glow. The glow, yeah. She's I know. I know. She's married to one of the Osos. Like, I know all this, and I can't think of her fucking name right now. Um, Naomi. You're right, yes. <laughs> Alright, so... Okay. There's... You're missing number two on the list. Oh, wow. Okay. She is not currently active... She was on Legends Night. Uh, Melina? Nope. No. Mickey James. Although Melina might be one of the two I don't recognize. Mickey James is on the list, but she's not number two. She's number okay. four. Okay. Number three? No. Well, yeah, Trish is on the list. On yep, the 235. List. She's and on then, there. Um, Tori Wilson? Is she on there? No, she is not. Okay. The, the four you are missing. Okay. Yeah. I get at it. exactly 200 is Tamina. Oh, okay. I almost said Tamina. I was like, there's no way. And then number two on the list with 347 is Alicia Fultz. Oh. All right, so number one is Natty. 467 television matches. Nice. And the bottom two uh, down here, I don't know who Uh the fuck they are. I'm not 100% who these two women are, so you would actually have to tell me who they are because I don't recognize either of them. Ivory? I wasn't watching. Ivory? Oh. That's Ivory? Okay. Fair enough. Or, no, that's not Ivory. Oh, I know her. Um, I don't know who those two are, and but they had the more other than one, That's the other one that was with Michelle McCool. Uh, Layla. That's oh, okay. Layla. So and Layla, and I don't know the last one there. Oh my god, why can't I think of her name? It's right there. Um, I was hoping you knew who they were, because I don't. Yeah, and I couldn't find it, so... Uh, Alright, well, the other then, because it's Royal Rumble time. Yeah. Royal Rumble! BJ, do you know who has the most Royal Rumble wins? Stone Cold. Yes. Do you know how many he has? Three. Do you know how many people have two or who they are? So Uh, there's six. Do you know who they are? Sean. Yep. Um, Randy. Mm Mm-hmm. Cena. Mm Mm-hmm. Triple H. Yep. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Is that it? There's one more. There's one more. That's what I thought. Um, Did she miss win too? No. Uh, I can't think of the last one. 
Batista. Oh, Batista. Oh, that's right. He won that stupid one. Yeah, he won 2014. <laughs> the dumb one in 14. And, and, like, he didn't really win that other one. And he only half won. Right. Right. That barely counts. Right. Technically, uh... Oh, who won that, technically? Um... I don't... Was it Scotty Too Hotty? Someone Maybe. didn't make it to the ring. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was Scotty Too Hotty didn't make it to the ring that year. All right. They both got eliminated at the same time. So, one more question, and then we'll take a break. Mm-hmm. Do you know who has the number, the most number of times being the runner-up in the Royal Rumble? Shit, at this point, it's probably Roman Reigns. Yes, it is. He's had four. <laughs> uh-huh. The next is two. Big Show. Okay. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and John Cena have all been runner-up twice. Nice. And we'll do the rest after this break. Okay. As soon as I can stop it. There it is. Nope. All right. Let's finish trivia out. Okay. We're still talking Royal Rumble. One position in the Royal, one entry position in the Royal Rumble has the distinction of being won from four times. Do you know what spot that is? Twenty-seven. Right? Yep. Yeah. Eighty-nine, ninety-three, ninety-four, and oh one. Nice. So it's held that record since two thousand one. That's dope. Uh, tied for three is thirty and twenty-four. Nice. Only two times has it been from number one. Do you know who those two people are? Uh, Sean. In 1995, yes. And Ray won from two, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, it was two years prior to Ray winning. Ray won in 06. Right. It was two years prior to that in 2004. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know why. I should. It doesn't actually say. I, I, no. I don't know who it was either. For <laughs> whatever reason, I don't see... 2004. I know who the who the runner-up was in 04. It was the Big Show. Right. Why am I not? Well, that's fine then. Um. And then the longest individual time in a single Royal Rumble match. Oh, that's why they don't say it. Oh. <laughs> redacted. Redacted one. Redacted one. Yeah. Benoit one. Yeah. In 2004. That's why. Which was the third longest Royal Rumble entry ever. Yeah. At an hour, one minute, and 30 seconds, he was in the Rumble. Nice. Only two people lasted longer in a Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Do you know who and which Rumble? Rey Mysterio uh-huh. in 2006. Correct. And? Want more than Benoit? Benoit was three. He is now. After the 2018 Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh. Rey Mysterio was an hour and two minutes. Yeah. Daniel Bryan was an hour and 16 in the Greatest Rumble. Okay. And then also in the hour mark, we have... Fair enough. Also at the hour or more mark, we have Bob Mm -hmm. Backlund in 93, Triple H in 2006, and Chris Jericho in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, Ric Flair in 92. What's that? Ric Flair in 92. I show Ric Flair in 1992 was in for 59 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, I have him in as an hour and two seconds. Fair enough. So, yes. Fair enough. Because I actually show Roman Reigns was in 2016 was 59.50, which was more okay. than Ric Flair. I have 59.48. So, yeah. there we go. Uh, and then the longest cumulative time spent in the Rumble. This is the last question. Is it still Triple H? It is no, no longer Triple H. Triple H, Triple H is the third. Second. He's third now, four hours and 50 seconds. Okay. Um, is it Roman? No. No? Not yet. Because that was a big one. He's at 244 still. Okay. I don't know. 
Rey Mysterio, okay. four hours, one minute, 54 seconds. And, and Chris Jericho, oh, okay. four hours, 59 minutes, and 33 seconds. He is less than 30 seconds away from five mm-hmm. hours. So if he ever gets in another rumble, he probably has five hours. I was going to do the shortest, but mm-hmm. everybody knows it's still Santina Morella. Yeah. Um, the other short one's interesting, though. Uh, the Warlord, two seconds. <coughs> yep. And 89. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus and No Way Jose, also two seconds. Yep. And then at three seconds, we had Mo, Owen Hart, Mike Kanellis, and Xavier Woods. Yep. Although, to be fair, Mike Kanellis was during the Greatest Royal Rumble. Okay, yeah. And then, yeah. So. Yeah. Which list do you have? I'm you, looking you at a, list I'm looking, I'm looking okay. at a Wikipedia list. So, how many... I got, I got two questions. Okay. How many... Entrants have been in the Royal Rumble. Total? Total. Oh, fuck. Like, individual entrants. Oh, just like... So, like, not like... If not Hulk like Hogan, Once Hulk Hogan's in, he's one. That's one. Done. No matter how many more times he shows up, or no. overall. Overall. Every time. So, yeah, he was in 88, 89, 90, whatever. So, 30... There's, this is what... This is going to be the 30th Rumble. Or 31st Rumble. 32nd. Is it 32? Yeah, this yeah. is 88. No. Yeah. 88, 88 was the first one. But there was so only 20 in 88. Right. I don't remember if they went to 30 in 89 or not, though. Mm-hmm. But it's 30 times 20-some, plus 20, plus 40, plus 50. So whatever the fuck that number well, is. I'm not, counting, I'm not counting the greatest Royal Rumble okay. in Saudi Arabia. That does not count. I don't know. It's a big okay. number. Yeah. 1,074. Yeah, it's, I would have figured about two grand. Mm-hmm. Which obviously that is an odd not or not an odd number, but a, you know an uneven multiple of ten number. So that means there are six people that never made it into the Royal Rumble. Do you know those six people? Um, technically eight, but yes. In 1991, Macho King Randy Savage drew mm-hmm. 18, but did not enter. In 94, yep. Bastion Booger drew 25th. There was no too. show to yep. food poisoning. 98, Skull was 22, but no show because he was attacked by Los Bariquas after being mistaken for Stone Cold Steve Austin. In 04, Spike Dudley drew 13, but was attacked on the ramp by Kane. In 05, Scotty Tuhati was 15th, but was attacked on the ramp by Muhammad Hassan. In 08, Hornswoggle drew number 9, but did not enter the ring until being forced to by Mark Henry, who was then saved by Finley, who had drawn 27, and escorted to the back and never re-entered the match. Yeah. Finley was then disqualified after coming out before his number came out to Hornswoggle. Right. In 2015, Curtis Axel, my Royal Rumble oh, winner, drew number six but was attacked on the ramp by Eric Rowan, who then illegally mm-hmm. entered the match and was not a competitor. Okay. Uh, but then, unlike other plus, he made it a gimmick with the whole Axel Mania thing and pretending to be Hulk Hogan and blah, 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 blah. And in 2019, our truth was drawn 30th but was attacked on the ramp by Nia Jax. Yep. There's also seven times that a wrestler had their uh, number stolen or replaced as well. Nice. So, but um, with that, yeah. what are we up to? Once and Wills. Once and Wills for the Royal Rumble, which is later today for you buds out there. Yeah, one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year, actually. More so matches. It's the two matches in yeah. particular that are my favorites. That's what sucks me into the event. Right, I always love a good Royal Rumble. All right, so we'll start off with... There's two rumored matches that might be added to the card, so okay. we'll just do them just in, just case, in case they happen, um, which is going to be your U.S. Championship match, Bobby Lashley and Matt Riddle. Um, just Riddle. Lashley retains. Yeah. Is the will uh, want Matt Riddle? 
Yeah, I definitely would want Matt Riddle. Um, but yeah, Lashley keeps the title somehow. Uh, uh, I think, they do I think shenanigans are afoot with the other yeah. members, and, and it's going to lead to something to keep them away from a cage or something. Right. Um, keep her locker room. Cool. Maybe we'll do an elimination chamber for the U.S. Championship. That'd be cool. Um, and then an Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Sami Zayn. Big E won and will. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the matches that are actually announced. SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks and Carmella. Sasha won and will? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. Asuka and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna. Asuka and Charlotte won and will? Yeah, I agree. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Drew McIntyre won, Goldberg will. I, I'm, I gotta go will. Drew McIntyre, just because I don't think they'd be that dumb. Well, they might be, but I don't think they'd be that dumb. They are, so. so. Universal Championship match. Last man standing. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Roman Reigns won and will? Yeah, me too. Same. All right. Women's Royal Rumble. So far announced. Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Shayna Baszler, Alexis Bliss, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and Tamina. Want Bianca Belair? Will? I want. I'm going to want and will Bianca Belair. I really think they'd be stupid not to right now. It doesn't. It's WWE. I know, but like a match between her and Sasha at Mania is money. It's just it's WWE. I'm going to say Will is going to be Alexa Bliss. Okay. That could be too. Lead to her and Oscar is some more, but I don't know. All right, men's Royal Rumble. I don't care. Edge, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy, Cesaro, Otis, Nakamura, Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jey Uso, John Morrison, The Miz, Bobby Lashley, Daniel Bryan, Big E, Randy Orton. I'll be honest, my want this year, mm. Shinsuke Nakamura. Again. Okay. I've been really impressed with Nakamura since he came back. Yeah. He's reminded me of the Nakamura of old. It seems like his passion's come back. Mm. He's cutting the best promos he's ever fucking cut in America. I don't know if you saw the one he just had on fucking social yeah. media or whatever, but it was I did not fantastic. get to watch it. I heard, though. It was excellent. Uh, yeah, that's my want. I don't know for Will. I, like, I have no idea what they're doing with the Rumble this year yeah. and what they're leading to. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise entrant. It's going to be someone we haven't... Yeah. It's not official. Right. A Seth Rollins or right. someone like that. I'm going to go Will Seth Rollins. Okay. Fuck it. I'm going to go one, Daniel Bryan. I just... I really want Daniel Bryan to get one more win, and it seems like they're building towards Roman and Daniel Bryan. Ooh, I can see yet. Daniel Bryan being my Will. Yeah. Because um, I could see that. And honestly, though, I'm going to kind of go with John Cena. For the one? No, Will. Or for the Will? John, Daniel Bryan's my one. Man, I'm going to go with John, John Cena, Cena Will, on the Royal Rumble. I'm not going to lie. Right. John Cena, Drew McIntyre. I would be down for that. That would be a great. John Cena and Goldberg for the championship? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It must be 1230. Oh, no, this is a phone no. call. I don't recognize the numbers. Okay. So, all right. Number nine? Number nine. Okada! Okada. You get to go first, BJ. Zitka Okada. I watched Okada take on Roddy Strong from some Ring of Honor show. I think it was at like a baseball stadium. It was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this was a good match. I'll be honest, though, and it shouldn't be this way, mm-hmm. but the Sheamus-Cesaro match was better. Oh. Um, 
or that it was just so good I couldn't get into this match as much because it was just, I don't know. It wasn't as good as I expected it to be, I guess, with the two names, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Um, yeah, those are two big names. Exactly. So, I mean, Roddy's locked in at 27 on my list, 28, 27. Um, so, I mean, yeah. But that being said, Okada's, you know, top five wrestlers in Japanese history, period. Um, You know, this decade he put on some of the best matches with Kenny Omega. He held that title for fucking ever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he became the ace. Fourteen over fourteen hundred over four runs, and his longest was seven something something. Right. They announced it. the, The announcers were talking about it during the match I watched. So yeah. The only reason um, I remember. So, I mean, he... Yeah, and he was holding the title here. New Japan title. In Ring of Honor. You know, going to a Ring of Honor show. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had, saw him at all... Or I think in your match he had the title, didn't he? No. He had just lost it. Yeah. Um, either way. But... He was in the storyline where he still had the red hair and was wearing the pants. Oh, that's right. When we saw him. That's right. At All In, yeah. Um, he was still that part of the story. Yeah. So. It was before he got it back. Right. First um, fifth ring. So, yeah, fantastic. Um, no one has the accomplishments on this list that he does right. in this decade. Like, So you putting him number one I in? I think I'm putting him number one for now. Mm-hmm. And he might stay there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. At least next week. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. Um, yeah. That is most definitely what is happening, is that he's going to stay number one for a few, for a few here, I think. Um, I agree with you 100%. He's done it. He's been the guy of New Japan in the last decade. He took that title from Tanahashi and switched from him to Okada. And he's still one of the guys. I just feel like now they're not trying to run a one-guy system like they had to do back when Tanahashi was in because that's all they really had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I watched Okada take on Marty Scroll from All In 2018. Um... This was an excellent match. I think it just kind of got lost in the shuffle with all the other big matches we saw it all in, plus mm-hmm. all the other hype and everything that was going on while we were there. Because it was yeah. that was a just man, that was great. That yeah. whole weekend was right, so fun. Yeah, was. Um, and I'm glad I got to be a part of that wrestling history, which is now AEW that we watch and enjoy every week. Right, and it makes me happy. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get to go back in 2021 to All Out. But anyways, the story here was that Marty Scroll wanted to be seen as a heavyweight wrestler, and Okada wasn't taking him seriously as a heavyweight wrestler. And it almost cost Okada the match. Nice. But at the end of the day, Okada pulls out a couple Rainmakers and picks up the 1-2-3 over Marty Scroll. But man, the back and forth, the... The few times it looked like Scroll was actually going to win with the fucking chicken wing, he just couldn't get it locked in because mm. he wasn't big enough, and right. it was great. There was one part uh, in the match, Okada like had him in the Rainmaker, and instead of immediately just twisted him and pulling him in, went two, oh, five, right in front of his face, and nice. then went for the rain. And it was just little stuff like that. It was yeah. excellent, um, and it showed. It showed a side of Okada you don't always get to see in New Japan where he just right. has to be serious main event wrestler guy. And here you got to have a little bit more fun with it, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was good times. I enjoyed it. So join us next week, buds, as we're going to check out number eight on our list here, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And then number seven, The Miz.
I'm not surprised he's this high up. No, I mean... They've was... always favored the Miz and treated him well and booked him pretty well yeah. and used him. and He's been very consistent. And he's changed with the times. Yep. So, I'm not surprised. And then Kevin Owens, yeah, I mean, I've always been a big fan of Kevin Owens since, really, since he appeared on NXT, because that was my first exposure to him. Right. I hated him right off rip, because he beat the fuck out of Sammy after Sammy had just finally won the championship. Mm. I was so behind Sammy Zayn, and right. finally we won, and then Owens just power bombs him oh, into the stage. So that was one of the best NXT moments ever. And it was one of the first times I'd ever seen a power bomb into the apron like that. Yeah. Like, that was the start yeah. of the apron era. Yeah, in my opinion. That's when it really started to become a thing where everybody mm-hmm. started using the apron because it's the hardest part of the ring. It is. But yeah, tell us what match you think we should watch from Kevin Owens and or The Miz. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email at Gmail at the same. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. And you can get me at Beach 2004 that's B-E-E-J, 2004. Leave us a five-star comment, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Yeah, tell your enemies, tell everybody. Everybody. From a social distance. Safely, until yeah. you get your vaccination. Right, I had to quarantine all week. Yeah. Two negative tests later, though, I'm good. So I did not have to quarantine yeah. all week. That's what I get for taking an Uber, though. It happens. Yeah, right? I didn't want to sit at the... Car dealership. <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, yeah. Neither do we, do we, buds? And until next time, that's BJ over there. Mm, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye. Go away. A sound check. A sound check. The sound is checked. It is. Yeah. I want that mark. Uh, and a plus. Fucking works. Fucking works. My friend Mark. My friend Mark. I don't have a friend named Mark. Huh. We need a friend named Mark. I don't know. Every Mark I know. Well, my dad has a friend named Mark. He's up there. I don't know if I'm known. Every Mark our age I know. Yeah. That's a very true thing. Yeah. One's a cop. Fucking cops. Really? Yeah. Which or which mark? Uh, in my class. Because his dad was the... Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Police chief or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. His dad's like the state highway patrol chief. Right. Whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Alright. Ready when you are. <laughs> <laughs>